As we wrap up Heritage Month in South Africa, here's some wonderful news. The Cane Cutters Transcendence has been selected for the prestigious Global Indian Film Festival in Mumbai and the African Film Festival in New Zealand. Uh, the uh, documentary by Ashwin Singh turns the lens on South African Indian identity and heritage. Now joining us live on the show this afternoon, we welcome Ashwin. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? Hi Lloyd, thanks for having me on. Always a pleasure. Thank you for your time this afternoon, Ashwin. Now, tell us firstly, what prompted this documentary? Well, um, 2020 was the 160-year commemoration of the first Indian indentured laborers arriving in South Africa. So I thought it was a very appropriate time uh, to make the film uh, film on uh, that subject. Um, But also, um, it's an important time, I think, for the Indian South African community as our democracy evolves. Um, to some degree, the community or members of the community have felt alienated. Um, there are others who question their identity. Are they South African? Are they Indian South African? Um, what is their, uh, the main manifestations of their culture? And I didn't think that was explored effectively enough in a documentary film or uh, in many books as well uh, lately. And I thought that there was a gap there and I should actually try to fill that gap. Now, Ashwin, the documentary features a wide range of interviews, including legendary Carnatic musician Kavdiges and Pele and Isan Kirtan and artistic director Edmund Mshlongo. Uh, briefly tell us, what do they bring to this documentary? Well, Kathy, of course, as you mentioned, is a legendary Carnatic musician, and he gave us a perspective on what it means to be Indian um, as a musician. Um, he, he indicated that his core identity was Indian, but he felt very much like that he was a South African. He shared his music across the racial spectrum, and he had a lot of participation in Carnatic music from other race groups. Um, so he felt there was a strong intercultural connection. I think that was very important and a running theme throughout the film that the Zulu community in Durban, the Indian community in Durban, the English-speaking and Afrikaans-speaking white communities, the mixed-race communities, felt a connection with each other, which is not always revealed by politicians. Um, but the general community um, certainly felt connected to each other and felt that they shared in cultural experiences. Edmund Shlongo reflected that as well. He and I were commissioned by the Playhouse in 2013 to do a play called Culture Class, which was about the relationship between an Indian uh, student at university and a black student at university and how they had to break the news to their parents and the, the clashes that occurred. But in the end, it was also about the strong connections between the Indian and Zulu communities of Durban. Um, and he reflected on that and, and how in so many ways we are very much alike. Now, Ashwin, tell us about the process in terms of the filming, the editing and presenting the documentary internationally. What was that entire process like? Well, it was a, a long and complex process, but a very enjoyable one. Obviously, you start, um, you plan the film and you have to, in a documentary film, still have a script. So you've got to plan exactly who you're going to interview, where you're going to shoot and what cultural institutions you're going to reflect upon. And you have to have a, a schedule that's worked out with your director of photography and your production manager. And it was basically a two-person team, myself and Quinton Lee White, my director of photography. And of course, the, the other member of the Singh Siblings, my arts company, my sister Chantal, also assisted us with research. When the research is done and the schedule is, is planned out, then you've got to take the various shots and obviously consult with all the people you're doing interviews with, all the institutions you're going to visit, 
I received tremendous cooperation. Couldn't have been done without people being so interested, so honest, and so humble in their responses. And when that's done, of course, the most important thing in the film is post-production. That involves editing, adding color, developing the sound. Um, in some ways, it can be difficult to edit such complex material uh, into a film that is an ultimately an hour and 44 minutes. Uh, I mean, it could have been much longer. We shot hours and hours of material because people had a lot to say. Uh, and so that was the biggest challenge to edit it. And then, of course, you submit to film festivals. We had a sales strategist, Rebecca Louisa Smith from London, who assisted us with this. She's uh, known as the film festival doctor. So um, she advised us to submit to key festivals. One of them was a global Indian festival in Mumbai, which we got into. We also got in New Zealand, as you've mentioned. Uh, two festivals in the UK, which were very supportive of us, two big festivals. And then in South Africa and the Rapid Line um, International Film Festival in Johannesburg. There are a few more festivals on the card which uh, submitted to. We're waiting for that. But yes, a, a, doesn't, a, a documentary film doesn't get a commercial run in cinema generally because it's unlikely to fool the cinema since it's a documentary, not a narrative film. So the key thing is how well one does at festivals. And then we also receive a distribution deal from a Canadian company, Global Cinema Online, who have a huge pull. So the general public will be able to see it on Global Cinema Online from November onwards. Ashwin, you mentioned all those prestigious film festivals across the world. How does it feel being selected for these festivals? It feels wonderful. Uh, film festivals are about art films, and this is what the film is. So it's um, a great recognition for the work we've put in, and more significantly for the stories of these people whom we reveal on, on the big screen, um, some of whom are maybe prominent people, but their stories haven't been told. And that was very important to me to um, contribute to an, uh, an untold history. Uh, so that makes me very proud. Now here's a big question. When will Durban and South African audiences get the opportunity to see the documentary, Ash? Well, interestingly, uh, Lloyd, uh, the Durban International Film Festival chose not to select it. I don't know why, but they didn't. And that's how the <laughs> festival um, uh, goers would have been able to see it, obviously, because they live in Durban, so they can see it then. Joburg people got to see it, of course, it was chosen there. Um, so I, I don't know why it wasn't chosen, and that's none of my concern, really, because, I mean, artistic teams have different choices. But how will they see it in Durban? Well, it won't then have a commercial run in Durban, and there's only one film festival in Durban. So, uh, whilst we may have a special screening for the participants, which of course is logical since they'd like to see the film, uh, it now most likely will be able to be seen online by Global Cinema Online, which is just simply a streaming service available to anyone um, on a pay-per-view basis. So the films are usually between 3 to $5, and you just do that, and you can watch it in your smartphone, you can watch it in your smart TV, you can watch it in your tablet, and I'll obviously let the public know as soon as I know when, when it will be released. It should be sometime in November. Otherwise, there will be other distribution um, agencies that we'll, be, we'll hopefully get onto as well, which my sales agent's working on right now. But I'm afraid, sadly, it won't be in uh, Durban cinemas or in the Durban Film Festival. Now, you spoke about social cohesion and the role these kind of work plays in that in our country. Finally, Ash, exploring issues of heritage and identity through film. How important is this not only for the South African Indian community now, but for all South Africans in general? Absolutely crucial. I mean, film is the most popular art form, as you you know from previous interviews. I'm I'm a theatre practitioner and a literary artist as well. I've done books also, but I have to say that um, film attracts a far wider audience. So. I do think that we need to make more serious films about our culture and about our heritage, not just the Indian community, as you say, but across all communities. And also intercultural work, because we are so connected. 
that we can definitely find both narrative and documentary feature and short forms about our various communities and the intersections we have. And I think we need to do a lot more of that. It can't just be about light entertainment, which seems to be a little bit too predominant at the moment. For Meg Ashwin Zing, thank you very much for joining us on the official drive on Lotus FM. All the best and congratulations once again on all the achievements thus far. Thank you so much, Lloyd.